morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer today. This is Sunday morning, November 14th. So glad to have you along on this uh, beautiful day here in Columbus. We're going to have our first snow of the year, we believe. And it's a wonderful time when the seasons change, is it not? Anyway, this is Sunday. We always like to focus on prayer for our churches and our relationship as the people of God with God. The verse I'd like to start with this morning is 2 Thessalonians chapter 5, where, we, where Paul prays, May the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the steadfastness of Christ. What an awesome prayer. What a wonderful thing to ask for somebody. When you pray for people, when we think of ourselves, when we think of those of our churches, may the Lord direct our hearts into the love of God. You know, Paul was, I often think of Paul as a hard-charging, apostolic, uh, get it done, expand the kingdom, push forward, soldier type guy who was, you know, he risked his life, he was beaten, shipwrecked. I mean, he was on the edge. He lived a radical, radical, radical lifestyle. And yet, what was his prayer for people? His prayer was that they would know that God would direct their hearts into the love of God. Or in Ephesians chapter 3, if I could read verses 17 through 19, where he prays a similar thing. And he says this, verse 17, So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. There you have it, folks. Do you want to be filled up with the fullness of God? Here, this heart's charging apostolic missionary wanted us to know the breadth and depth and height and width of the love of God. And, uh, and as we're filled with this love, we'll be filled up with God. This was all on the heart of Paul. It's on the heart of John. John, you know, this was his messages in 1 John. It, so much, you know, if you love, you know God. If you don't love, you don't know God. And so this, was some, this is something that we should excel in. This is something we want to grow in. This is something we want to understand. And I think I've told the story before. I remember years ago, we're way back in high school, my friend and I, we were following people up and trying to, uh, you know, to know the how to help people be better Christians. And I made a comment about some girl that we were that just was she wasn't doing well and she wasn't, you know, being faithful and so forth. And I made the comment. I said, I, I just don't think she understands the love of God. And my good friend Mike, he said, Well, I don't think any of us do. Now that prompted us to have a discussion, and indeed. She needed to know it better, but I think Mike was challenging me. Tom, you think you understand the love of God? The breadth, the depth, the height and width of the love of God? Do you think you get it? Well, I appreciate what he said. We can always go deeper and know more and more. I particularly this morning want to talk about one aspect of the love of God, and that's found in Psalm 139. I'd like to read the psalm to us, and this comes from a an artist that I like, a musical artist I like, Tarn Wells. And Tarn has a song called Fully Known, or Known. And in it he says, I'm fully known and loved by you. 
That's the, that's the reality, folks. We're fully known by God. We don't have to hide from him. We don't have to think that if God really knew what I was like, he wouldn't love me. If God knew the deep secrets of my heart, he wouldn't love me. If God knew what I did last night or God knew what I did last week, he wouldn't love me. If God knew what I did in secret, he wouldn't love me. It's so easy to think that we are loved based on our performance. And so, and if so, we, we think we can hide things even from God. And we think that we don't want him to know. We're not honest with God because we're fearful that if he really knew us, he wouldn't love us. Can I tell you? He does really know you. And he does fully, he, you're fully known and fully loved. Let's read from Psalm 139 and find out just how much God does know about us. You ready? Verse 1, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. There it is. God searched you and God knows you. How much has he searched you? You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You understand my thought from afar. You scrutinize, you, you scrutinize my path and my lying down. You are intimately acquainted with all my ways. Even before there's a word in my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all. You have enclosed me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's too high. I can't attain to it. Working So everything God knows before we speak, God knows what we're going to do. God knows all about us. He knows our, he's intimately acquainted with all of our ways. Before we even say a word, God knows it's coming. We're fully known. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you're there. If I take the wings of the dawn, if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, even there, your hand will lead me, and your right hand will hold, lay hold of me. If I say, surely the darkness will overwhelm me, and the light around me will be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. And the night is as bright as the day. Darkness and light are the same. Have you ever been in a totally dark place? I mean, a totally dark place, like underground, a cave, and they turn the light off or something, and it's totally dark? God still sees you there. God still knows you. You go to the farthest, remotest place you can think of, God knows. You can't run. You, you can't flee from his spirit. He knows everything you think. He knows everything about you. He knows everywhere you go, everything you do. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. Verse 13, for you formed my inward parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works and my soul knows it well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in, in the depths of the earth. Your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book were all they and in your book were all written the days that were ordained for me, when as yet there was not yet one of them. So God knows even our future. God knows from the time we were in the unformed substance in our mother's womb, God saw us, knew us, and he knew our future. Verse 17. In light of all this, in light of all that God knows about us, verse 17, how precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How vast is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would outnumber the sand. When I awake, I'm still with you. If I should count them, they would outnumber the sand. God's thoughts towards you, God, you're fully known. 
fully known. And yet Paul prays that you would know, and I would, you and I would know the breadth and depth and width and length of the love of Christ. Down deep, are you afraid if God really knew you, he wouldn't like you? If God really knew you, he wouldn't love you? He does, and he will, and we can be secure in this. We don't have to hide from God. We don't have to hide our lies from God. We can be secure. We can be vulnerable and find that God fully loves us. Brothers and sisters, this morning as you worship God in church and how we pray for the believers, the Christians, this is, this, these were the prayers of Paul. This was the prayer and hope of the Apostle John. This is what the, the New Testament, this is what they wanted us to know. They wanted us to know the love of God, how valuable, how important this was. I pray today in our churches, we would know that we are fully known by God and fully loved by God. I pray you would know that. Father in heaven, how we thank you that you know everything about us. You know, you know us better than we know ourselves. You know our heart. You know our motives. You know the words we'd speak before they're even on our tongue. Before we were even born, you knew the days that were ordained for us. We want to thank you, Father, and give you praise that you, you know us this well. And we confess, Father, that it's easy for us to try and hide from you to not be honest with you. And I know that, Lord, when we're not honest with you, we're not being honest with ourselves. We certainly wouldn't be being honest with other people. But we thank you that we can be honest and open and vulnerable because you know us anyway. We can't hide from you. We don't hide. You know it all. And yet, in the midst of that, we want to thank you that your love for us is not conditional. It's not based on, on, on what you discover about us. You love us because it's your nature. We thank you as, as the Apostle John taught us, God is love. We believe that, Lord. We believe that it comes from your heart. We believe that your heart is good. We believe that your love towards us is immense. We believe, Lord, that if we could know the depth and height and width, breadth, length, the love of God, we'd be, we, we'd be overwhelmed. And we know, Lord, as we do, that we'd be filled up with all the fullness of God. Oh, Father, today we pray for the churches in our land. We pray that people would not have a, a false sense of your love. They, they, would, they would have the true understanding of what it means that you love us, what it means that we can be honest with you, that, that we would not take advantage of your love, we'd not abuse it, we'd not we not become lazy around you because of your love, but we would indeed be won over and love you because you first loved us. And I pray, Father, that we would not only know the love of God and our churches would not only teach the love of God, but that, it would, that we would be rooted and grounded in love and that we too, having been rooted and grounded in love and being filled with the fullness of God, that you might give us a love for other people. Oh God, I pray in these days, I pray at all times, but in these days, help your children, your believers to stand with one another, to uphold one another, support one another, encourage one another, to genuinely love one another. We see so much anger and hatred and division in our world. I pray, Lord, that in these dark times, the church of God would shine brightly, that we would love one another as you have loved us, and that the world, the world 
might know that we are, that Jesus, you came from the Father. And they might know that we are of the Father because of the way we love one another. We pray for this, Father. We pray our churches deliver us from divisions, bickering, uh, fighting with one another, criticizing one another. Deliver us, Lord, from, from letting the world sink into our, seep into our attitudes towards one another. But might our love for you and our love for one another be pleasing to you. Might we receive your love and love others in return. We bless you. We thank you. Take our, be with us today in our churches. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, folks, that's important. That's important. And so I pray that for you. Go to church today, and as you're in church, I pray you would encourage someone and love someone in Christ. Maybe even love someone that's hard to love, that God would give you that grace, okay? Hey, we're here every day, and so a special welcome if you are with me every day. I know you're growing as a result. If you're not, make sure you come back. Join, subscribe, hit the notify, share with your friends, leave a comment, let me know where you're from, and join us daily. We're, we're in a little series now where we've been focusing on certain truths, and we don't use these truths to hammer one another over the head, but rather we use these truths in the spirit of grace, like we talked about yesterday, grace and truth realized through Jesus Christ. So we want to know the truth, and we want to express those truths with grace, kindness, but also with a firm commitment to the truth. And, and we're in a little series now where we're talking about uh, Catholicism. And actually, I've been surprised how many people have been interested in this and grateful for it. So uh, we're going to be looking this week at some other doctrines of the Catholic Church and asking, do they really have a scriptural foundation? Hope you'll join me. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m. I'm here each day, live stream, but you can catch me later in the day or even uh, just the audio on the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. God bless you. You have a blessed day. Serve the Lord, love the Lord, and love others today. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.